0: Okay, so last time on Get Charlotte, the crew stopped in for a discussion with the Dragon's Fang member known as the White Tiger at the King Wok Bistro. Cornering him and the Red Soldier in the back alley behind the joint, the crew took, took on the two lieutenants and several Kung Fu chefs from the bistro. Making short work of the short-ordered cooks, the crew focused their energy on the White Tiger and the Red Soldier, sufficiently overpowering them and took to questioning them about the explosion in Skid Row. Turns out the Dragon's Fang was one of several international crime families sent there to bid on a particular package, the contents of which were unknown to the parties involved. White Tiger admits to having seen Charlotte, or at least someone that looked like her in the vicinity just before the explosion, running from the scene with a satchel under her arm, perhaps the very same package the crime families were sent to compete for. The crew suspects that someone from inside the Dragon's Fang made the deal with Tony Rocky Horror to have the bomb made, but the only one with enough power to make that call would have been the big boss man himself, man by the name of boss Kai Shen the white tiger has given the crew Kai Shen's address located on the outskirts of Chinatown and with some urging called up the boss who has agreed to meet the crew at his estate um, so where we left off last time a couple of you guys took a, took a couple of hits in the last session so we're down a bit I think Sickle, you did a second wind, I believe, last time, so you've
1: yes.
0: healed once.
1: Yeah, thanks for that, Marks.
0: <laughs> um, but you're down almost about half health. Marshall's down about half health uh, yep. as well. So yeah. um, I'll, I'll let you guys kind of determine what kind of time frame we're kind of talking about here, if there's... If there's if you feel like there's a, a need for a short or long rest um, I'm not sure where some of you guys actually sit on some of your like hit dice and stuff like that so taking a, a short rest uh, would give you the ability to spend one or more hit dice up to the maximum uh, number of hit dice to recover lost hit points a long rest uh allows you to recover hit points up to the hit point maximum and regains a number of spent hit dice up to half their maximum hit dice so in this case you'd get one extra hit dice up to your maximum so um but i'll kind of let you guys Take it from the point where we have left the King Walk Bistro, and you just kind of let me know what you guys want to do and how you want to approach speaking with Boss Kai Shen, the leader of the Dragon's Fang, and when you want to do that. Now, he's expecting us, right? He has agreed to see you. Okay. Okay. And what time is it, roughly? It's late. Um, Okay. So, you know, it's. Pushing probably 11 o'clock at this point. Okay.
2: Well, I was just gonna say, uh, I know he's uh, agreed to see us, but he may not be in the most cordial of moods if we show up at damn near midnight. And I can tell you now, I could use a little bit of food and some rest.
3: But we just talked to him on the phone.
2: Well, just cause he talked to him on the phone doesn't mean he's not getting ready to put on his jammies, brush his teeth and go to bed.
3: <laughs> I think he's expecting us now, since we said, hey, we'll be right over.
2: Well, right over could also mean like first thing in the morning, 7 a.m., nice and bright and early.
0: And and let me back you up. You didn't say you would be right over. You didn't actually speak to him yourself. It was the white tiger that actually set up, oh, yeah. you know, the thing said said that he would see you, but didn't didn't really set up a time.
1: Do we just show up or do we have to wait till he like tells us to show up?
0: It really wasn't discussed, so... It does I mean, kind of fall into your hands as to how and when you want to do this. I feel like we kind of dropped the ball
2: with the whole scheduling thing. <laughs> so why not use it to our advantage and have a okay. good night's sleep? Where's our virtual assistant when we need it? Right. Uh,
3: okay. I mean, I'm fine with this, seeing them in the morning. Uh, it looks like a couple of you need to rest up anyway, so we can definitely do that. <clears throat>
2: Do we want to go back to our respective homes or do you think we should just try and find a place, uh, a seedy joint that we can all crash in somewhere near where we're going to be tomorrow?
4: Well, I'm sure Bo has guest rooms. Well, nope.
2: yeah, I'm sure he does. I don't know how well he's going to take to us all showing up empty handed.
3: That's what I'm afraid of. I think he's boss man's not going to take that well at all.
2: I say we find ourselves a hotel and get a couple of rooms for the night. I've got some petty cash. I'm sure Bo won't mind.
4: I understand you, uh, don't think we've made enough progress to face him. Whatever you think's best.
2: Babysitter, are we actually on the same page?
3: For once, yes. <laughs> Plus, I get to keep an eye on you if we stay at a hotel versus going back to the compound.
2: What you want to be like bunk mates?
3: No, no, I, I can, I can, I can hang out. And the walls that we'll stay in, gonna be pretty thin. I'll hear you snoring.
5: <laughs> okay.
2: Um, do any of us have a paper map that we can look at to try to find a hotel? <laughs> 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 we pull out our triple A card.
3: Um. I mean, I'm, you know, I first, first and foremost, I think we need to get out Chinatown and then we'll, uh, you know, we can just go out to
2: the freeway and
3: there'll be, there'll be an interstate, you know, there'll be something off the freeway that we can stay at.
2: Yeah. And hopefully it's something near a Waffle House. Well, absolutely. Because they're all over. Or a Cracker Barrel. Uh, we don't have Cracker Barrels in LA, man. (laughs) Y'all are missing out.
3: So, all right. So, we're going to climb in, head there. Clock regenerates, and it's morning. Or do we have to fight somebody to get in the hotel?
2: <laughs> we'll pull up the map of the hotel real quick.
0: Okay. Hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs>
2: click, 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 click. <laughs> No, it's but, a lot like the restaurant. <laughs> there's no math. <laughs> um, so, how long is, is that long enough for a long rest?
0: Uh, like an overnight sleep. I think it's six hours yeah. is what you need for a long rest. Okay. Um, so you guys find kind of a little seedy motel just outside of Chinatown uh, called the Wild Heart uh, Inn, um, and bed down for the night. Is there anything that you guys want to discuss in the meantime? You know, uh, I guess it's uh, it's guys and girls, probably. <laughs> so I'll, g- I'll give you a little bit of time to kind of maybe talk a little bit and get to know these folks that you've been running around with for uh, for a couple of days here.
5: So the Hammer's gonna do his nightly routine. I'm gonna do some shadow boxing, push-ups, some uh th- some pull-ups
3: i thought you were gonna go to the drugstore to <laughs> get cold cream and put on your face
0: <laughs> that's that's how he finishes off the evening
5: Look, that's how like, you finish it off a little get,
3: a, of a get a glisten a little going first <laughs> yeah i'll be right back i'll be right back i am going to the the drugstore comes back with cold cream and some you know cotton swabs are in between the toes <laughs>
1: Sleep over. <clears throat> my body is a temple. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, so we're we're in the room, and uh, I am just laying against the headboard of the bed, just kind of resting my eyes.
2: Marshall, what are you doing? I'm watching the hammer, and I'm eating a hamburger I found. Are you in? <laughs> you
3: found? Are you? Are, where where are you in the
2: room? sitting in a chair got my feet propped up
3: okay okay i was i was gonna buy a little table not in the same bed as you yeah we're gonna have a problem if you're in the same bed as i am
2: no i'm gonna crash and and you're eating
3: food and you're eating food that would be a problem so okay hammer you're shadow boxing in the corner
2: yeah hammer do you ever take a break man
5: i take a break when i die
2: (laughs) you're pretty intense bro
5: yeah. So what? Uh, so what's your story? What's my story? Yeah. Why a hammer? <clears throat> well, you know, you gotta, you gotta. I like my sledgehammer, so why not? <laughs> I used to be a boxer. Let's just, let's just say that. As you might be able to tell. How about you? What's your story? Why are you called the marshal?
2: Because I was a marshal. U.S. Marshal.
5: You were a lawman, really?
2: Yeah. Quite a long time. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a pretty good job while I had it. Still got a couple of friends in the service.
5: Hmm. Did
2: what you about see? you, babysitter? Why are you such an asshole? I just
3: stay with my head propped back and my eyes closed.
2: Here to form. So, so what,
5: uh, why are you not Marshall anymore? Hmm?
2: Well, the way I like to operate and the way that they expected me to operate were a little bit different. We were running a let's just say that uh, I had some minor disagreements with uh, take-home pay, and they had minor disagreements with the way a bonus system that I had set up. But I really can't go into it too much. You know how it is.
5: Oh yeah, yeah. Costs a lot of money to eat that much.
2: I mean, it ain't cheap. I had a voracious appetite for food and for fine things.
5: Yeah. Yep. Law doesn't pay, does it?
2: Not long term.
5: Boss's (coughs) wife.
2: Sorry, babysitter.
3: Sorry about that. I couldn't. I had to clear my throat. Sorry.
2: We got a problem here?
3: Uh, No, I just had to clear my throat. I
2: need Mm -hmm. to lay back and go to sleep. I think that sounds like a pretty good idea.
0: All right, so ladies, you got the room to yourself there uh, next door. What's going on there?
1: Is the cat in the room with us? Yeah, I think so. Did he get to come in? You draped him around your shoulder to pretend like he was a fur again?
4: Yeah, is this one of those motels where all the doors are on the outside facing the parking lot? Oh, yeah. Okay.
3: And they've got the magic fingers coin thing on the bed. Yes,
0: absolutely. <laughs>
3: so, so the first thing the bloodhound has got to do is go in and be like, "Ching ching ching
1: I don't know if the cat would like that. The chairman.
4: Mm-hmm. So, how about you? What's your story?
1: <laughs> God, we're all so original. We well, yeah. already know my part of my story. And I don't share everything with everybody, but you heard part of it already. Remember? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. A yeah, it sounded flashback. sounded about like part of it, didn't it? I don't think I don't think we got the whole story. I don't really understand what this situation is with you and what was the name of that guy? Bill. Yeah, Bill. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love you. Guys. Quentin Tarantino's rolling over. You know, he's not in his grave, but I if see. he was, he'd be rolling over. <laughs> A kind of character forgotten.
1: No, it's awesome. He was like my father. And he scared the crap out of me and so I ran away.
4: Your father was like that guy?
1: No, he, he was basically my father. I didn't, I didn't know my real father or my mother. That's rough. I grew up in, um, orphanage for the most part. And then bill found me on the street after I ran away from the orphanage and he put me to work with his assassins and I'd had enough of that, but I took my training and left. What about you? Where'd you find that cat? (laughs) Glug, glug, glug. Do you keep like a flask with you? I bet you do. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. What's in it?
4: Inside the coat.
1: What's in it? Bathtub? Bathtub gin?
4: Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Maybe the good stuff.
1: The good stuff? Yeah. Is it like, that really expensive (laughs) thing? Hand it over. Yeah, I it
4: Tell me about the cat. Where'd he come from? Uh, that's that's the chairman's story to tell. I don't wanna Hey chairman. Well
1: what about you? You look like you look like you've seen some things. <laughs> no, offense. no offense. I mean you look great for, you know, an elderly woman. <laughs> you look awesome. You can fit. You can carry that cat around, you know?
3: She pulls out a small revolver from her coat pocket and lays on the nightstand.
4: No way, no way,
3: no way.
4: <laughs> oh, well, I'm not surprised that that I got a call from Beau. He's um, I feel almost uh, I mean if I if I shared that perspective, I uh, I'd call myself his godmother. I've been with the family about that long. and Zeke and I came to know each other over in uh, on the, on the side of a Vietnam War so. You were
1: in Vietnam? Um,
4: I was in the, um, I was working with the CIA. I think I can say that now (laughs) statute of (laughs) limitations, probably, uh, probably up on that, but
1: seems pretty dangerous.
4: Yeah, well, I wasn't in—I wasn't in the front lines of the battle. That was—that was Zeke's. That was Zeke's war to fight. But I met him there. Um, have you ever heard the backstory on how LSD came into being?
1: I don't know much about. I don't know much about. it. it. No. Well, Why don't you tell me about it? Yeah. <laughs>
4: Now let's just say the CIA did some experimenting early on in that, and they played a bit of a role, so.
1: And you were involved in that?
4: Yeah, yeah, my, um, my old man helped them out stateside, putting together some some work in the, the woods, some, you know, some, some black box experimental stuff sites, um, near the reservation, some land off the grid basically. And then when it came time for me to graduate and find my way, I I knew the business and they hired me to go over, um, and do some work in Asia. So I was over there at a, at a, Site that looked a little bit like a rest and recreation little R&R houses of leisure for the for the soldiers. And we had our um, experimental subjects, Did they and I guess know? I put in a word.
1: Did they know they were being experimented on?
4: Well, afterwards or before?
1: I guess when they walk in, did they know they were subjects? Or, or I don't know if I want to know this.
4: No, (laughs) they were there for a good time. But, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, afterwards, I suppose some of them got got an idea they were part of something.
1: (laughs) But I- I, The walls melting?
4: Yeah. I pulled Zeke aside before the, before they got their, their hands on him. There was just something I saw in him. I didn't. Uh, I didn't think I could let him go that down that path. You got him so, out. You got him yeah. out. Of it. Hmm. So I don't know. Maybe he felt like he owed me something, or we just sort of helped each other out from then on. I mean, I saw something good in him that I didn't see in some of those some of those guys coming in to have their way with uh, with the women and. I mean, their government didn't see much in them either. I don't know that Zeke had um, great feelings about the war after that either.
1: That's wild. I had no idea. How is it that we all work with Bo and have connections and we don't know each other? Is that suspicious?
4: Well, who is it that you don't who you got doubts
1: about? No, I th- I think it's interesting that you know I, we I didn't we didn't know the marshal or the babysitter. We don't even know anyone's names, obviously. How is it we've all worked with them and you've worked with them for so long? We didn't know each other. I mean Charlotte and I, for instance, were very close. She's like my best friend. But I've never met you. I've never seen these these people before I've never worked with them before
4: yeah well after Zeke passed I thought I would uh, you know take my life in a little different direction I'm uh, growing a little older more contemplative as you've probably noticed so I don't know that I'm not I'm not so high-profile as I used to be anymore
1: I guess that's why he chose everybody to
4: mm-hmm. work on this. So Charlotte and you are close?
1: Yeah, she, she uh, helped me after I ran away from Bill. She took me in and hid me and then uh, her father put me to work but he didn't treat me like Bill did. I don't think he would, I don't, I think he could kill any of us but I don't think he will. Her father? Yeah. I don't trust any of them but he's not like Bill.
4: So where do you think Charlotte is?
1: I don't know. I just think it's suspicious that they say that she took off with the package. I mean what could she possibly want with some random item she has anything she wants why would she be responsible for blowing everybody up I don't think I have my doubts that that was even her
4: that's true I guess I don't know but that we have a real sighting of her
1: but the fact that she didn't tell me where she was going or anything about it is makes me wonder if she's been taken instead I don't know just a theory
4: you think the. That- the package is something she's got or something somebody else has got?
1: I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I can't imagine there being anything that she would want to. I don't think she's capable of that. I don't think she would take it and blow everybody up. I don't think that's her. I think it's someone else. But I, I, I don't, just... I don't know. We haven't gotten any information from anybody. It's hard to. Hard to go on what we've got.
4: When she when she helped you out of the jam with Bill, and got you out of there, where did she hide you?
1: Um, I can't remember. (laughs) I think it was the pool house. Was it the pool house? Yeah. Okay, I remembered. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, she hid me in the pool house for a while until um, her father. Found me, and she she stuck up for me, and after that we were pretty close, as close as I get. But certainly the closest female person that I that I knew.
4: Can I roll a perception check to see if I think she's lying about anything she's told <laughs> me? Sure. So
0: so what we need to do uh, then, Dana? I yes. want you to take a look at your character sheet. Uh, and you've got uh, deception and you've got uh, persuasion
1: Persuasion. you
0: can roll either one of those whichever one you feel like is most appropriate for the dialogue that you just had yeah so what did you roll because I actually do need to know that Uh, as important. far as the the no the number, nope. the number. damn it yeah 17 <laughs> Fuck okay. <me> up. <laughs>
1: 17, 17. okay that.
0: so your target number Fuck. for your insight role uh is a 17 for uh the bloodhound so bloodhound yeah. you're gonna roll insight uh and you need to get uh 17 or better okay To the best of your knowledge, it seems like she is telling the truth that she, it, it feels to to you like she's opened up uh, at least a little bit to you. But you still have doubts. I always do. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we'll leave that, uh, at that. That was a nice little conversation there, ladies. Thank you for that. Uh, you guys are able to take your rest, get up in the in the morning, uh, probably head over to the Waffle House across the street, uh, grab some breakfast and refresh for the day. Um, so you have the location of uh, Boss Kai Shen's estate uh, located on the outskirts of Chinatown. Uh, so let me know how you guys want to make the approach and what you, what you want to do.
3: Is it a big fence in a compound, is it? Well, you haven't haven't gotten there yet. Oh, I guess we're just all gonna climb in the car and head there. I mean, uh, Doc, so is Doc with us or not with
0: us? Um, Yeah, I would say that he's he's with you at least, uh, you know, in the process of getting you guys there, but he will uh, volunteer to set up a uh, potential triage unit just in case you guys get into trouble when you go in, and he will wait outside. Yeah, yeah, okay. So we'll hop in the cars and head there? Sure. Okay. Um, when you guys get there, uh, Kaishin's mansion stands tall and proud on the outside of, uh, of Chinatown, and it's surrounded by a massive wall that stretches the entire block. The wall is topped with traditional Chinese blue ceramic tiles, adding a pop of color to the stark white stucco that makes up the majority of the structure. Uh, It stands about 15 feet in height, making it impossible to see over it from the street level, leaving the mansion shrouded in an air of mystery. And I'll pull you here to a map so you can kind of see at least the outside. The entrance to the mansion is a massive ornate wooden gate, flanked on either side by stone lions. The gate itself is intricately carved with images of dragons and other mystical chinese creatures Uh, and the gate is closed uh, as you guys arrive
2: okay i have an idea let's try to just talk to him and avoid a fight but if we feel like we need to fight we should have a code word. Like lobster. Bananas. Bananas? How
3: how would you casually work in lobster into a conversation?
2: (laughs) You would use your imagination. (laughs) It's not that hard.
3: So we're going to go and talk to this guy about bombing, and then, what, you're going to say, was the warehouse a lobster warehouse? Or... Was the, was the, How would you work in Lobster in a casual conversation about a bombing for Cran Out Loud?
2: I'm going to be perfectly honest. That was a really good example. <laughs> that was a fantastic example. So, I mean, a broken clock can be right twice a day. I'm proud of you, babysitter. But yes, yeah, something as simple as you know at the lobster warehouse and then he'll probably say well that wasn't a lobster warehouse tipping his hand that we know a little bit more he knows a little bit more about the bombing but it also gets the code word out there but you we, can know say, we know
3: that we know about the bomb
2: well we're speaking in theoreticals try to keep up mm-hmm. okay so lobster's out sickle you said bananas
1: yeah i was just thinking about what you were eating last week <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah well i'm off bananas for a week what are you going to Oh, red peppers. I got some veggies and stuff with me and uh, a couple peanut butter sandwiches. But had an egg for breakfast. That was delicious. Egg. How about egg? That'd be a good one. <laughs> Not likely to come up in conversation, but easy to work in. Sure. We can go with that. Excellent. Okay. Egg. If anybody feels like we need to get the jump on them, this needs to get violent, say egg. we Will do. Great. Hmm. Okay, babysitter. Go knock on the door.
3: <laughs> I'm not doing that you know you need to go up there and strut your stuff and show him show that you're the guy in charge and I'm going to use air quotes
1: there
2: would anybody else like to take the lead on this one I will excellent thank you <laughs>
1: <laughs> just go up there and I don't even say that I just go up there and knock on the door there's Boom. a Ooh. Big
0: golden knocker uh, on that gate. Uh, so you reach up, pull the ring, and tang, 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 and it reverberates uh, throughout the uh, the estate. And about a minute and a half probably passes before the gate uh, finally creaks open, uh, and it reveals a short uh, Chinese man bald uh, dressed in uh, basically all black almost like a almost like an old kind of style Kung Fu gi. Uh, But this guy's probably in his upper 70s and and he takes one look at you and looks past you looks at the rest of the crew and he says "Uh, you must be the individuals sent here to meet Master (laughs) Kaixin. Oh, please tell
3: me that's the old guy from Big Trouble in Little China.
0: Yeah, well, just wait. Okay. Because <laughs> you're talking like it, you're, you're like setting him up. I
3: can't
1: wait. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, I know who
0: it is. I know who it is. <laughs> I am, I am Jin Tao. Uh Please come in. You, you are free to peruse the grounds while Master Kaixin prepares to meet you. Uh, and he opens the gate and he quickly takes his leave and I'll open the gate for you all right so the complex itself is uh, a sprawling complex of of buildings with looks like several wings and courtyards that create kind of a labyrinthine that's not a word. Labyrinth, labyrinthine, 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 labyrinthine whatever. Uh, maze of pathways and hidden alcoves. The roof is made of the same blue uh, tiles, curved, overlapping that line the walls outside. There are several ornate chimneys that rise up from the roof, adding a touch of elegance to the overall design. There are several windows dotted throughout the mansion, each framed by intricately carved wooden shutters that can be opened or closed to allow in light and air. The windows are small and narrow, designed to keep out unwanted guests and prying eyes. The grounds around the mansion are equally impressive, with lush gardens, tranquil ponds, and winding paths that lead to hidden grottos and fountains. The overall effect is one of opulence and grandeur. testament to the wealth of Boss Kai Shen and his criminal empire Uh, so in front of you here there is an entryway right here uh, that leads off uh, into uh, another area just north of you and then over here to the right there's a large archway and you can kind of see a little bit of a pool off to uh, off to that area there so just let me know which way you guys want to move.
2: Probably into the. I'm sorry, hammer going?
5: Yeah, let's just go straight in the middle, mm-hmm. you think. Or we can split up. <laughs> what could go wrong?
1: <laughs> Our favorite thing to do.
2: Is this like a little koi pond I'm standing next to? Uh, yeah a little koi pond right there okay yeah Mm -hmm. they have a koi pond babysitter lobster would have been the perfect thing this is obviously like nautically themed
3: (laughs) uh no lobster would not be in the koi pond
2: it wouldn't be in the koi pond but it would make sense talking
0: about all of the water and never mind (laughs) let's just go in all right so you're going in the center there i see yeah all right, so the courtyard uh, of Boss Kai-shin's mansion is a sight to behold. It's a tranquil oasis in the heart of the bustling city. Uh, in the northeast corner, a small koi pond glimmers in the sunlight, the brightly co- colored fish darting back and forth in the crystal clear water. The pond is surrounded by a ring of smooth gray stones and several large lily pads float serenely on the surface. Various plants and trees line the courtyard, providing a lush backdrop of greenery and blooms. Small shrubs and flowers have been planted in neatly arranged rolls while larger trees tower overhead, providing shade and shelter. The overall effect is one of harmony and balance, a perfect reflection of the principles of feng shui that have guided guided the design of the mansion and the grounds. To the north of the courtyard, up in here, stands a large building with a grand porch, supported by an intricately carved uh, wooden columns. Underneath that awning, a very menacing-looking fellow, uh, you see Feng Wu, uh, stands perched on the porch, a pair of pistols strapped to his hips. On the other side of the courtyard, there are two smaller structures each with its own unique design one is a small pavilion with a curved roof and several benches inside the other is a simple storage shed made of a plain wood with a, a single door despite their differences in size and purpose both structures have been designed with the same attention to detail and craftsmanship as the larger building to the north and a man dressed in a traditional white kung fu gi, labeled as Kao K-A-O, uh, on your map sits quietly on the steps of the storage shed on the left, wielding a quarter staff. The guy underneath the uh, main building there up in front of you says I'm afraid this is as far as you go your reputation precedes you We have heard about the mess you made at the Grand Star. What you did to the mountain. I have to say, I'm impressed. But the mountain is only muscle. Kao and I are much more than that. Boss Kaixin has allowed you into his home. But there is a price that must be paid for entry. And Kao, off to your left, says, you will have to go through us if you want to get to him.
3: And I just look at him and I say, Look, we are not here. We just want to make sure your boss doesn't end up with any egg on his face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and with that we should roll it. And
3: I and I pull out my guns and start firing. <laughs> As I strafe to behind the
1: building. Awesome. He <laughs> gets extra points or something tonight. <laughs>
2: that
1: was really funny.
2: That was brilliant.
1: Totally <laughs> forgot about. It. That was great.
0: <laughs> All right, so uh, if you go to your combat encounter, uh, you can go ahead and roll your initiative there.
5: Can I use my uh, my feet to reroll initiative once?
0: Yes. Uh, so you got a seven that time, and we'll do a reroll for you here. A little better. That gave you a ten. Okay, great. And sickle with a twenty-three again. Look at that. You're on a roll. <laughs>
3: so since I since nice. I executed this, can I do I get to catch him by surprise by firing? Pulling a gun and firing?
0: Uh, I will allow it. Yes, with your uh, with your use of the word "egg" in your uh, sentence, <laughs> I will I will give you uh, first attack there.
3: Ah, perfect. All right. <laughs> well, since I have cow right beside me there, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna pull out and aim dead
0: center right to the chest. All right. Oh, nice. Ah. Uh-huh. All right. So it definitely hits. Uh, you can roll damage with that.
5: Who are you shooting again? Uh, cow. Cow. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> Four. That's alright.
3: Uh, I guess that's a D eight. So.
0: All right. So you kind of jut over to the bushes that are over there. So you're in about half cover. Um now well,
3: and... is headed behind this building
0: here. Oh, behind the building? Okay, yeah. all right. So you move, go behind the building, so that would put you at about three quarters cover then there, and take a shot around the corner, uh, and pop uh, cow in the shoulder, uh, and completely takes him by surprise. Uh, so now we'll go in order of the initiative and sickle. Uh, it's your go. Okay.
1: Can I get to Fang Woo if I, um, if I run? You got one, 5, 10,
0: 15, 20, 25. Yeah, that would get you there. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Well what I want to do, <laughs> of And just
0: so you know, since we yeah. are really dealing with like uh, measuring and so forth, that you should have a measured distance uh, oh, up okay. there. It looks like a ruler on your uh, left-hand side. If you click on that and then click on yourself and then- Oh, look at that. It'll show you exactly how far you go.
1: Okay. But I can make it.
0: But just make sure that once you want to move again, just go back to the uh, select tokens, uh, because you'll you'll just drag that all over the place if not.
1: I know, I'm trying to figure out how to get rid of it now. Uh,
0: Go back up to the little square uh, where it says Select Tokens on the left-hand side next to your uh, token controls.
1: Oh, my God. I don't know where that is. I'm sorry. I'm not seeing
0: that. Um, I know then, it's here. Uh, on the upper left-hand corner where it has the little icon that looks like a little person. Yeah. There should be something right next to that that looks like a, a square. There yeah,
1: yeah. I'm sorry. There you go. Got it. I us trying a different thing. Okay. Uh, what I want to do is I want to run as fast as I can with my katana
4: mm-hmm.
1: out. Um, and I want to go over. I want to, I don't know how to even say this. I want to use the lily pads. I want to run across the lily pads.
5: <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. and,
1: and like try to come down on him with my sword somehow.
0: Alright. So you just, uh, you can, you can go ahead and move yourself, uh, to right next to him, uh, right in this square right here. Okay. Uh, and then make your attack roll and you're doing two-handed attack, yes?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. And you got a 12. All All right. So you take a swipe and he sidesteps, uh, and you just barely miss him. And, like, it just kind of slices his jacket just a little bit. He looks down at it, and he looks back up at you, and he goes, "Mm, I'm dead. (laughs) You picked the wrong one, Missy. (laughs) And he pulls both pistols.
1: (laughs) Shit. Well, guys, it's fun.
5: Marshall.
2: Okay, I want to close the gap between me and Feng Wu, because I just saw what happened with Sickle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to go... if I can go to right... here. Yep. And then I want to pull out my pistols mm-hmm. and open fire on them. Good. Okay. So that would be inventory. Am I allowed to do, like, dual wield and shoot them both, or can I just do one?
0: That technically... It's real I- kind of... iffy on that. Because you don't have, like, two actions per round, and each attack that you make is one action. I don't think that you have the ability to dual wield just yet, but I think it's something that you can buy uh, as, like, an added talent. Okay. Then in that case, I want to
2: do one pistol, but I want to do it as two-handed, so I'm more steady. Is that all right? Mm Yep. Okay. So I do two-handed, and I just do a a roll? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh, and that's a critical <laughs> failure <laughs> so in in that instance you you shore it up pull it here and it jams this sucks so bad. So you've got a jammed pistol so you cannot use that pistol fortunately you have a second one so you can yeah. bolster that and pull the other one okay all right so, so it's cow's it's turn now um Cal is heading after the babysitter uh, at this point, and he leaps up onto um, the barrier here, the little stone wall that's encasing the the bushes that you're standing kind of around the corner from, leaps up onto that and flips up and over the bush, uh, landing beside you, uh, and comes crashing down with the the quarterstaff can I I can't can I evade uh, it, it, this goes against your defense now you can choose to dodge if you want uh, but that is that would be your action for the entire round right
3: okay um, I'll go against the defense there
0: okay so all right, he got a sixteen, and your defense is oh, is fourteen. Fourteen. All right, but so I do you...
3: have I do have a light ballistic vest on.
0: Right, and that is so a PV of off. one, I think, or PV of uh, two. Uh, two. Okay, so basically the way that works is that if you are reduced to zero hit points. It helps to soak that and prevents you from going to zero, so it puts you to one at least until it gets through uh, that defense. Okay. Alright, so he's going to roll damage. Ooh, seven. Alright, so you'll take seven points of damage you don't have any other no. damage reduction correct
3: uh i don't think so
0: yeah well wait a minute what's that oh no defensive driving that definitely wouldn't do you any good there Yeah. no, <laughs> no. no. okay all right so uh and guess what he gets two actions per round oh my god <laughs> and he's he swings in he hits you on the shoulder with that first one and then spins around and comes whipping back around to kind of hit you across the side of the face and got an 18 on that one nine damage oh i'm i'm out you're out Mm-hmm. All all right so that takes you to one point because you've got your uh, uh armor
3: yeah
0: uh, that so takes it, you to two to two points no it takes you to oh it takes you to two
3: yeah because the armors were two
0: no 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 here. it still it still takes you to to it oh, essentially to would have taken you to zero got gotcha. you with that with okay. that correct because that would have taken yep. you completely out yes yeah yep all correct. right so you yep. are now at one health point uh, at this time
3: okay
0: um, and it, if if you wouldn't mind making note of that on your token, just so I can kind of see that on my end so I can kind of keep track. I changed... There you go. That did it. Yeah.
3: Okay. I was going to say, I changed it. I just didn't click out the field.
0: There you go. Alright, um, now Chairman Meow goes at the same time as the Bloodhound, so we're going to skip Chairman and go to the Hammer.
5: Um, I'm going to step off here. So I'm out of range or out of line of fire, babysitter shoots (laughs) and I'm gonna hurl. One of my bricks,
3: you you just saw me go down, man. There's no way I'm shooting.
5: No,
0: you're, you're still up. You're still up. up. You've got got one health point. You're still up. I'm woozy.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to use my hurl. We're using reckless and smash at cow's head. I'll be like you know, know, that's with somebody bigger than your own size or something, (laughs) and throw and and try that. Okay, Okay. so I'm assuming it's
3: not big. I'm gonna crack your skull like an egg.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Damn it! I'm gonna end up liking the babysitter.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And a brick would be small, painful thing. Yes. I throw it, and I get advantage because I'm reckless. Oh, dang, that was a terrible throw.
0: All right, yeah. So you wing that, and it hits the uh, the building just off to his right, uh, and just explodes in a uh, a cloud of red dust. Uh, he quickly turns his attention over his shoulder to you.
5: Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Property damage. Ha. Huh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um now babysitter actually now comes around to you for your turn so you have a couple of options here you can retaliate uh because you still have one he- one health point
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh or you can take the second wind action and roll uh to to heal quickly
3: oh okay Um uh, so he- he's looking away but he is point blank range in front of me he's yes. looking back at the hammer
0: yep mm-hmm.
3: okay i'm just gonna raise my gun point it to the back of his skull and fire so okay it's a point blank range
0: now the bad thing about that is <laughs> the way the rules work in this is you actually roll at disadvantage when you do that because you are so close um in the heat of battle it makes it more difficult to actually fire a gun to somebody that is five feet in front of you
5: wow unless you're john
0: wick unless you're john wick (laughs) okay all righty
3: um well okay so what if i stun gunning that close
0: uh it's not a it's not a stun gun that you actually shoot but it's one that you actually can touch him with yeah okay then yes yeah you can do that okay
3: so I'm just gonna to go to the back of the neck and stun him there.
0: Okay. All right, and yeah, unfortunately it just, you barely miss him. Uh, as he's making that turn, he turns his body just enough as you lunge forward, you just missed him.
3: Uh, of course, i crying out loud.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> he's woozy
0: yeah I'm woozy <laughs> uh Feng Wu has uh, drawn both of his pistols uh, and he uh, is going to throw a sidekick at um, the sickle
1: oh, he's first. Like me in the head
0: oh, good. got an eight so uh, he misses that. Lands the foot, spins around, and does a roundhouse kick uh, going towards your face. You oh my god, he's rolling terrible. <laughs> and then as a bonus action, he <laughs> decides to slam down on, uh, on your shoulder uh, with the butt of one of the pistols. And that one apparently hits. Ouch and you take five points of damage. Uh, Bloodhound.
4: So, um, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
5: Terrible.
4: Um, Once the sickle runs behind the chairman, it turns the chairman around, just following her. And then with all the action headed toward Feng Wu, I think the the chairman is looking in that direction.
0: Mm -hmm.
4: And so, there are a few commands that I have that I've worked with the chairman on.
3: Are are these penciled in on your paper?
4: (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just gonna get down on one knee and point past the chairman and say, poacher because he's got his pistols drawn so the chairman's (laughs) gonna take off and grab his face all right cool (laughs) all
0: right so make an attack uh roll with the chairman where do you want him do you want him directly in front of feng wu or do you want him off to the side just a little bit
4: um he's gonna try to launch up and and use his thighs as purchase to get up to the face.
0: Okay. All right. So yeah, that'll put him right there then.
4: Yeah. I'm looking for the chairman's dice. Should um, I
0: just? You you'll go to uh, inventory under Chairman Meow and go to Claw and roll one-handed attack.
4: Okay. Fight you with one paw. type behind my back. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, unfortunately not enough. Uh, doesn't beat his defense, so he takes a swipe, and that's as as Feng Wu uh, does that roundhouse kick. He's coming up and swiping, he puts his leg down and just barely misses. Uh, but you've certainly got his attention at this point. Uh, so it would now be your turn. Uh, so you have your action. How far
4: can I move in a single,
0: uh, Thirty feet, uh, so six squares. That would put you close to either one of those two guys if you wanted to go there.
4: Can I just walk in the door that um, cow was sitting in front of.
0: Right here. <laughs> yeah. You could, but that's that's it's basically a sh- uh, kind of a shed.
4: <laughs> oh, okay. So. that be funny. <laughs> um. Are there implements in there?
0: Maybe that's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Come out with a rake. Yep. Mm-hmm, there are implements in there for sure.
4: sure. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I mean, I think I thought he was guarding something important by sitting there.
0: All right. So you want to move into there? Yeah. All right. That takes us back to the top of the round, back to the sickle.
1: So I'm still... Like he didn't like push me all the way or anything. he just like hit me right Yeah,
0: just hit you on the shoulder
1: okay um and is he he's up on the steps right like i'm below him or are we um up?
0: i think he's probably at least down on the second step at this point yeah okay.
1: and so i'm gonna try to do another swipe i'm gonna do a swipe at his legs no yep. yeah. yeah yeah let's do that with the
0: katana, mm-hmm. I did not do that. All right, so you take a For swipe, well. <laughs> and he deftly just leaps up into the air, and you go right underneath him uh, as he's coming down. uh And the marshal, it comes to your turn. Okay, I'm gonna
2: close the gap here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna move like right next to the sickle here, so I can no. open.
0: To- Just so you know, you've got friendlies in both of those areas. You can move through friendly spaces with no uh, issue. Uh, So if you want to go between Chairman Meow and um, the Sickle and end up on the porch up here, you can certainly do
2: that. I'll do that because that will also give me an unimpeded shot. So, okay. So as I'm going to go in, I'm going to take the pistol that jammed, reholster it, and get Mm -hmm. my other pistol out. And I'm going to be rolling at a disadvantage here, aren't I? Because I'm so close. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, you've got the space. You could back up one. Yeah, okay. Actually, I'm going to come around right here. I want to get... I need to
0: stay next to the sickle in case she gets attacked again. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: But I would like to get
0: just real quick, just to clarify something here, so that you don't get an attack of opportunity. The move that you would have made would have been probably to the outside of the sickle to get there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If you went in between and ended up in this space and then backed up, Uh he would have an uh, attack of opportunity on you. So if anybody tries to move out of a melee of someone else and that goes for you guys as well if if a villain tries to move away from you you get an attack of opportunity on them as they try to move away unless they have something that counteracts that okay uh so
3: so my my attack on Cal would not have been an attack of opportunity
0: correct it is not an attack of opportunity because you guys are right next to each other Uh, ah gotcha okay if he had tried to move away from you, that then would've, that would have been an attack of opportunity.
3: Okay, that's kind of
2: interesting. Okay, then I'm going to do a two-handed shot again, because it went so well last time, mm-hmm. um, but from where I'm at. So,
0: let me roll that.
5: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Oh, God. Um, <laughs> and it hits the uh, column uh, right next to him. And he looks at you and he says, you wait.
5: <laughs> I,
0: I could just take pot shots all day, man. You don't need to worry about me. <laughs> Apparently. How <laughs> um, at this point has his attention now on the hammer. Uh, and he believes that he has kind of knocked you out because he hit you pretty hard. So he is going to move away from you, which means, Babysitter, you do get an attack of opportunity on him as he moves away. Uh, So if you would like to make that attack, you may do so now.
3: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So I I have the taser in one hand. I have my gun in the other. And forget trying to tase him. I'm just going to shoot him in the back.
0: Okay. Now, in this instance, still at disadvantage, uh, because he technically is still five feet away from you when he begins that move. So, yep. uh, but yeah, you can still do that. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, and it goes wide. Fortunately, it doesn't hit uh, uh, the hammer, uh, but it does kind of whiz past your ear, <laughs> Marks. Sorry. We're on
5: the same side.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that actually comes to the hammer at this uh, at this point.
5: All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my bag of bricks. I'm gonna be like whipping it around like a flexible weapon kind of thing, and just kind of mm-hmm. whipping it around trying to hit hit him like an like a figure oh, eight type of thing.
0: And I'm sorry, hold on, I. I I gotta back up a second because I got so distracted by his attack of opportunity. Cal did not actually make his action, so he he gets to attack you first.
2: Oh, okay. okay. I was trying to. (laughs) You end up distracting the DM.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He was trying
3: to put all his. Oh, man. He was. He was just trying
0: to put all his eggs in one basket. So, <laughs> do, you, do you want to take that? Or uh, do you want to try to dodge?
5: No, I'll take it.
0: All right. Oh, man, that's tough. Ooh. Ten.
5: All right. Jeez. Okay.
0: And his second I, attack...
5: I forgot if I have... I all this stuff for close-up combat let me just see if there's any I'm just sure. a punisher you can make on now these are considered special attacks all right
0: all right so he's gonna make a second attack got a 10 that time uh, oh yeah that's right yeah. so that that one doesn't go past your defenses correct no it is not all right all right so he whacked you a pretty good one up on the side of the head um and then second one uh just biffs so it now does roll to you so you've been spinning (laughs) Uh, so you're a little off but you can certainly make your attack
5: all right i spin my bag of bricks
0: oh yeah that'll do
5: okay Um if I did smash with it, is it gonna like smash all my bricks or just I don't know how that would work with it.
0: Uh, yeah, that would that would ruin the uh the bag. I yeah.
5: I won't do smash then. Alright.
0: That's the damage?
5: That's the damage, yep. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I wrote a ten and then I yeah. got plus three,
0: so definitely packs a wallop. <laughs> 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 All right, so you whack, hit him on I'm like it's my turn of, now. Uh, hit him on the side <laughs> of the head, which sends him actually into the wall uh, next to you, and just smashes him right up against it. And I mean, you see the Tweety birds <laughs> going. Uh, he's still up, uh, but oh, you certainly on. took the fight out of him.
3: Max, you, you got you're, you're, it, it. Max, you got to say. And that's how you crack an egg.
5: <laughs> yeah, did, did, I, did I scramble your brain like scrambled eggs? <laughs> there we go.
0: All right, babysitter, it goes to you.
3: Uh, at this point, I, um, so he is down, the hammer's there.
0: He's not down, he's, he's still up, oh, but he's, he's, still up. he's okay. got his bell rung pretty good.
3: Okay, um, I'm just gonna take both hands and concentrate and fire directly at him. Okay,
5: <sighs> you're gonna fire one one of the two of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly,
3: <laughs> exactly. Oh, good. and no more disadvantage because he's away from me now, right? Correct. Yeah. There we go.
0: Fifteen. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. Five. All right. All right. So you take your shot. Uh, he he just got smashed up against the wall by those bricks, and you see him take his staff and he goes eh, like this and raises it, and then you shoot him through the back of the neck, <laughs> and his throat just explodes all over the hammer. Just oh, bang. sorry, hammer. I think I've
3: done that <laughs> twice now. <laughs>
0: You need to quit spraying the hammer in the face. <laughs> uh, and he is dead. Um, Feng Wu goes. Uh, and he's a bit surrounded here at the moment, so boy you guys have got him boxed in i really want him to use those pistols <laughs> surely he just saw his buddy go down though
1: he just told us it was harder to hit things
0: mm-hmm. yeah that is true
1: we ain't stupid maybe a little bit but... uh
0: mike roll uh a perception check for me real quick perception mm-hmm. Oh, now I can roll. Nineteen, okay. You, he still got those guns in his hands, and he's kind of using them now as melee weapons. Uh, you take one look at those things, and you're like, "Oh, those are fucking nice." <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you'll recall the uh, the guns that Nicholas Cage used in uh, Face Off, the uh-huh. gold plated uh, M nineteen elevens. Yep, with the dragons on the side. That's what he's holding, baby. Okay. (laughs) Now I got an Uh, idea. uh, So, anyway, he's going to use one of those guns, uh, once again, on uh, the sickle, uh, and kind of bring the the barrel of the gun across your face, basically just slapping you across the face with it. Got a 17. What's your defense?
1: Oh, I think it's fifteen.
0: Fifteen, all right.
1: Fifteen.
0: Here, here comes the damage. Six in damage. Okay,
2: I got a question. Yeah. I have get down as a bonus action. Yep. Oh no, I'm sorry, bodyguard. Okay. Is it bodyguard? I think it's get down. No, take a bullet, take a bullet. It's okay, a reaction. A okay. When an ally is within five feet is hit by an attack, I can use my reaction to cause the attack to hit me instead of my ally. There you go. Yep, can I do, can do that? that? Yep. Sure. Can do I just hit
0: reaction? Yeah. Uh, no, you just take it. No. Nope. So you take the six points instead of her. Okay. Aww.
2: Cool. 25 minus six would be 19. Oh, did I say that out loud?
5: <laughs>
0: okay. And he looks at you and he says, I said, wait. And then uh, he will take a shot at you. Okay. I
2: reply to him, I can't. I'm a good egg.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I got a 10 for his first shot. And a 10 for his second shot. So (laughs) missed you with both of them uh bloodhound
4: okay well the let's see here. chairman's gonna take a second shot at getting up to um Peng Wu's head okay the claw
5: <laughs> the
0: claw <laughs> <laughs> <Back>. <laughs> 13. I think that does it. Yeah. Go ahead and roll damage. All right. So he uh, maybe doesn't get all the way up to his head, but is starting to kind of grasp and begin the climb. And he's sinking those claws in as he's trying to grapple them. Uh, So he's he's certainly cutting into him and and causing some damage for sure. Uh, so, So now it goes to you.
4: And I, in the, you know, gardening shed, have probably found, I think, maybe an electric hedge trimmer. Probably. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, I will come out and head for Feng Wu Okay. And aim for the head.
0: All right. Um, so, I got
4: to
0: <laughs> find a weapon here that will work for you. Because <laughs> Nobody likes to actually use the weapons on their sheets.
5: <laughs> That's boring.
3: Hey, <laughs> I, I didn't using my pistol.
0: <laughs> yeah, my
2: pistols just suck. Yeah, more of my rolls suck.
3: But baby said, or that, Marshall, you suck.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow.
0: All right, so we're I gonna just say that in characters, <laughs> sorry.
1: <laughs> Everyone thought that was. Oh, okay.
0: You already have one on your sheet, so that's okay. So I'm gonna delete this one here that I just put there. Uh, so, medium hurtful thing is what you're gonna wanna use, and you can use that two handed. Ah, okay. oh, all right, got an 11. Uh, and you and lunge in at him, uh, and it just misses of cuts the back part of his uh, his jacket as as it kind of billows in the wind uh and now he realizes he's completely surrounded (laughs) uh and that takes us back to the sickle at the top of the round
1: so is he distracted by the machinery and the cat and the marshal and everything hopefully
0: <laughs> do <laughs> i get he,
1: to an opportunity or I, i'm just gonna do an attack i think you, I'm
0: you a, might be able to go at advantage here i'm hmm. gonna make a roll here for him um okay no advantage he, he's still keeping his wits about him okay do
1: you still have his the guns out
0: yeah, uh, yeah, he's got him out facing towards the marshal. So okay. his right arm is uh, facing I'm, you.
1: I'm gonna try to cut his hands off. Okay. Normal.
0: Yep. Ooh, twenty-four. Holy boop! Yeah, r- roll damage on that.
1: Here's your guns, Marshal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you read my mind. <laughs> Ooh, 11. That's pretty good, too. Alright, so you don't get both, but his right arm, you cut, and it slices Queen through, and his forearm just falls to the ground. Uh, and that causes him to look up at the nub <laughs> and begin to scream. Um, Marshall.
2: Can I pick up the gun? That's his his arm with the gun still hold or the hand still holding it it you just fell
0: you want to pick up the whole arm i just i want to pick up the gun but if i if i have to pick up the whole arm to do it i'm okay with that i think prying his dead hands off of the gun is probably going to be a full action (laughs) yeah okay all right you're going to take the action just to take the gun yeah okay i think it's worth it
2: okay yeah I'm just mesmerized by them. I can't think <laughs> straight.
0: I I don't care about the fight anymore. <laughs> All right. Cal's out, so it goes to um, Hammer.
5: <clears throat> um, I guess. Oh, man, I can't quite get over there, can I? It's short. Yeah. I guess I'll... You can one. take
0: the dash action, but that would be your full action for the round.
5: I guess what I could do is uh, I'll grab one of the bricks in my backpack, run to here, have mm-hmm. a and, and running start, and then, then hurl it at, at Finnwood. Okay. So, run over there, and a charge, and I'll be, ah, <laughs> and <laughs> and throw the brick. Let me grab my character sheet here and.
0: Small pencil thing. Ooh, that's good too. <laughs> Go ahead and roll damage on that. Alrighty.
3: I want his dice that he's playing with.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Seven. Seven. You're making my math easy, that's good all right so you chuck that at him uh chairman meow is trying to crawl up uh crawl up his body and it hits him right in the side of the temple uh and backs him up like up against the door right behind him um babysitter uh i'm gonna take the roll
3: to regain my health
0: okay so second wind yeah and you do the um hit dice oh <laughs> well you got Damn one <laughs> uh and he can roll as many hit dice as he wants right for the
3: second uh, wind yeah I, I was looking at that i was like
5: yeah i'm not 100 percent sure uh, uh, can only do it once. and
0: spend up to half their maximum number of hit dice so, but it says round it up so technically, you could do both of them if you wanted to. Do
3: both? I can Oh, do to both? Roll the again. Hit the, oh, just do roll again.
5: Okay. Mm-hmm. You probably want that. to. Oh yeah, there's just
3: there's another one. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> God damn. That's great.
0: <laughs> well, at least you've got three hit points now. <laughs> you know what?
3: I'm just gonna sit down and do a <laughs> short rest. Uh,
0: i think a short rest is uh is an hour
3: well fine yeah. you guys go ahead i'm just gonna sit right i'm gonna sit right next to
0: head out Kale. to the dock
3: yeah you know Kale's, yeah, i got a boo-boo yeah uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna you know what i'm just gonna go and sit out by this koi pond and,
5: and reflect, I, um, just reflect on I the events of the day yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
3: here, I'm just gonna move out here. That's my that's my action. I'm I'm just moving out to the point.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So oh, it goes to Feng Wu. He's getting desperate. Oh, um, at this point, he doesn't care so much about the disadvantage. He just wants to get you guys off of him. Uh, and. <sighs> Oh, Chairman Meow! I'm so sorry, but you seem to be the <laughs> one that is the most dangerous right now.
5: It's hard to ignore a giant cat tearing into you.
0: Yep. Uh, so he's going to take the pistol in his left hand <laughs> and put it down to Chairman Meow and pull the trigger.
5: This man's evil.
1: Pull oh, it like this.
0: Oh, sorry, I had to re-roll that because that was, <laughs> no. I had to roll at disadvantage. No animals were harmed in the making of yeah. this. <laughs> Alright, so there's disadvantage. What's Chairman Meow's defense? Is 12, and it matches, so he has to roll damage here. Got five points of damage on Chairman Meow. All right. So just subtract 5 off a of Chairman when you get a chance there, Christy. Uh God, he's got a, he's got another action though, too. Oof. 15 and does 6 more points of damage to Chairman Meow. Yeah. Just Where takes two tr- shots. Pat, pat.
4: Where is the Chairman's
0: uh, so if you go double click on his token, and then you got hit points uh, that should be under details, he's got 22 normal, and then you'll just, uh, in the first slot there, uh, take that to 11.
5: Ouch. I knocked him down half. Mm-hmm. Oh, kitty.
0: Uh kitty. And then we go to Bloodhound.
3: Have him come out to the Koi Pond with me.
4: Yeah, I think, so the chairman, um, it's the chairman's turn.
0: Yep. Mm -hmm.
4: And I think the chairman will give another last lunge up for the face with the claws to drag down.
0: Yeah, there you go. Now you roll damage uh, twice, Uh, so when you do the damage for that one, if you look at uh, the claw, you go roll damage and then go critical with that. And that's eight. That's what you needed there, kid. Alright, so he takes the two shots, you hear him go, and just de-throats uh, Feng Wu. Uh, and Feng Wu drops to both knees, falls backward, and uh, Chairman Meow just bites <laughs> right at the neck and just continues to just rip and shred uh, until it he basically removes his head.
4: Didn't expect that. Did you? Nice.
0: (laughs) All right. So the courtyard now kind of falls quiet. Can I pick up his other gun? Yeah, Uh, you sure can. Okay. Uh, You want those on your character sheet? Yep. I need those (laughs) in my inventory. (laughs) All right. Let me open that up here. All right, did they fall in there? Oh, I see them, yes. There you go, all right. I even put the picture of them in there for you too, look at that.
2: Oh, where do I, oh, I like.
0: So, courtyard has fallen quiet. Um, The babysitter is sitting out by the the small koi pond in the courtyard. (laughs) What do you guys want to do?
3: Sitting by the koi pond in the courtyard.
1: I
4: think we go in the building.
5: <laughs> yeah, I think so.
4: They give the chairman a koi and uh, turn him over to the dock to fix up.
0: You're gonna take him to, uh, out to the dock to fix him up.
4: Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. All right. So you take a few moments here to kind of regroup and uh, and continue along your journey. That door that's in front of you there uh, to the larger building up north uh, is uh, unlocked. Uh, So you kind of pass through there, and this is uh, kind of a little hallway that runs through. There's a couple of doors on either side of you, uh, but you can see straight through to another smaller uh, courtyard uh, up ahead. And in front of you uh you see uh a tall, thin, older gentleman also appears to be in his seventies uh and this is andy uh is i think it's james James Wong if I remember correctly oh yeah from uh big trouble in little china uh a little bit uh, he played an older character in that film, but uh, he is, like I said, in his 70s, probably here in this time frame. And he says, I see that you have made it past my guards. Impressive.
3: That's pretty good.
0: I suppose you now have my attention. What is it that you want?
3: Remember, I'm by the koi pond. <laughs>
0: well, uh... <laughs>
2: I look at Sickle, kind of ask, like, sort of like, do you want to take the lead on this one, or? Sure. Okay. Because <laughs> you're the one that banged on the door, so.
1: <laughs> All right. <clears throat> We're looking for someone, and we hear that um, you may have some information.
0: Uh yeah, who are you looking for?
1: Oh, Brownstone! I can't think of. I'm sorry, I forget. Oh, Brownstone's daughter. And supposedly, she was seen leaving a large warehouse explosion that you're also connected with.
0: Oh You are speaking of the girl in the red coat, aren't you?
1: Do you know where she is?
0: (sighs) Well, at this point, I see no reason not to share. The information I have with you you seem to be on a mission that may very well now be in line with my own desires come we will sit and talk And he turns and he goes back into the building uh, that he's standing in front of uh, right now and I would say that uh, probably they uh, come and gather you up and the doc probably uh, comes in with you guys so you can all be in there together to hear uh, the conversation when you guys enter boss Shin's study uh, you're met with a serene and calming atmosphere in here there's bamboo mats on the floor that give the room an earthy and kind of natural feel with the texture of the mats adding depth and dimension to the space. The U-shaped desk in the center of the room is really a beautiful work of art. It's made of the finest mahogany with intricate carvings of dragons and other mythological creatures very similar to the gate that was out front. The bookcases that line the walls on uh, three sides are tall and imposing, filled with hundreds of volumes of old Chinese literature. The books are bound in traditional Chinese style, with intricate artwork and calligraphy adorning their covers. The shelves are so packed with books that there's hardly any room left to fit anything else, and the smell of old parchment and leather permeates the room, giving it a sense of history and ancient knowledge. The lighting in the room is low, with small lanterns casting a warm, inviting glow. Shadows flicker across the walls, adding a sense of mystery and intrigue. The space is intimate with enough room for only a handful of people at a time, and it feels like a sanctuary, a place to escape the noise and the chaos of the outside world. As you take in your surroundings, Boss Shen sits down in his plush armchair behind the table and lights a cigar that he pulls from the desk drawer up in front of him. He looks up at you with his tiny piercing eyes and his face is unreadable. Uh, He takes a drag from his cigar and the smoke trails lazily towards the ceiling. So, you come seeking information on the explosion, but there's more to it than that. It's more than just the girl. What do well, you know?
2: <laughs> we know somebody ordered the the bomb to be made. And it was Tony Rocky Horror, and it was somebody with a dragon tattoo, which is apparently everybody.
0: I can tell you for certain, beyond a shadow of a doubt, it was none of my men that ordered that bombing. And I do not believe that it was any of my men that met with this Tony Rocky horror. I have heard of this man and I know that my men have had dealings with him in the past, but it was no one that went to him by my order. So who do you think it was? Who would want to blow up the meeting of everybody? Hmm. So you do not know what the meeting was about then, no? Our understanding
2: is that there was some sort of an auction for a package that nobody knew the contents of.
0: Ah. So you know that much, at least. Hmm. <laughs> well, As I said, you have made quite a mess of my operation already, but I believe I can let bygones be bygones. You see, perhaps I should tell you a little story. It is a story of power and secrets and betrayal. He leans forward, his eyes locking on each member of the crew. You understand that there was an auction for a particular package, yes? Yeah. The package, it was no ordinary package. It contained a laptop, you see. A laptop with information that could bring down every organized crime family on the West Coast. Everything from their illegal operations to their secret hideouts was on this laptop. And that includes information on the Dragon's fame and on the Brownstone family. We had heard rumors about this laptop for months, and we knew it had to be true. We thought the thought of that kind of information falling into the wrong hands was a nightmare. When it surfaced, word spread like wildfire among the crime lords. Every one of them wanted their hands on that piece of machinery, including me." He leans back in his chair just a little bit and the smoke from his cigar swirling around his head. The plan was simple. Each of the crime families would send their emissaries to bid on the laptop. Our main goal was to erase the information on our own organizations. But that was not the end of it. We all share a mutual disdain for Bo Brownstone and his organization. So, the idea was to use the information on him to bring his empire crumbling down around his ears. But we were not the only ones who knew of this laptop. Someone else, someone who we still don't know the identity of, had gotten wind of it as well. They too know what was on that laptop and they want it for themselves. The night of the bombing, our organizations were all there. The Dragon's Fang, the Balachko Brotherhood, the Chupacabras, the Cristiano family, emissaries of each crime family, all bidding on that laptop. But then chaos erupted. The bomb went off and our men were all caught in the blast. The laptop was gone, and with it, the information that could bring down every organized crime family on the West Coast. And now, here we are. None the wiser as to who set off that bomb, or who has the information on that laptop. But mark my words, whoever it is, They are playing a dangerous game, and if they think they can get away with it, they have another thing coming. Now, as I said before, I am willing to overlook the damage you have done to my men and to my properties. We now have a vested interest in this game, you and I. You seek the girl. I seek the laptop. If I'm being honest, at this point, I only want to see the laptop destroyed. I could care less about Bo Brownstone and his empire. Protecting my own interests is at the top of my priorities at this time. While there is information on the other crime families on that computer I could put to good use, I fear the information on my organization is just as damning. So, I propose a truce. I help lead you to the next step of your quest, and you ensure the destruction of the laptop in my presence when you find it. Before we agree to this,
2: what do you know about Charlotte, where we can find her? How, why was she
0: there? How did she get the laptop? I do not know where you can find her specifically, but I do know perhaps, of someone that might. That is the information I am willing to give you. But only if we can come to an arrangement. The laptop must be destroyed, and I must see it. Can we uh, confer for a moment?
1: I'll do it. Feel
2: free.
0: If
1: anyone wants to join, maybe, or not, doesn't matter, I'll do it.
3: Maybe alone.
0: Let's confirm. Yeah, Uh, yeah, and he he motions back behind you. You guys can move into the uh, little space behind you here if you want to uh, to confer. You don't actually have to move over there, but that's that's fine. (laughs) I'm I'm
2: moving. Lay (laughs) back. You take a nap on the bed to heal.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Nappy naps time.
2: Look, we obviously need to get this information from him. I say that we uh, add the contingency of, he guarantees Charlotte's safety and he puts all of his men on high alert. If any of them see him or find her, he has to get her and he has to contact us immediately. It puts more eyes out. It makes it harder for her to hide. But one thing that
3: may come into play here, what if Boss set the bomb to just destroy everybody there
2: I mean, that makes sense.
3: And he, and he'd sent, pro- he
2: would love to have that laptop because he could take out all of his competition.
3: And Charlotte was there on his order. But now she's missing with that laptop.
2: I don't he think he doesn't know where she's at. I don't think he'd send his own daughter into danger like that, do you? I mean, he has people like us for that. Maybe she's trying to make a move in the
3: organization to prove that she has what it takes to run it
2: honestly i could see her doing something dumb like that so well mm we agreed to destroy the laptop in front of them. we don't have to agree to bring it straight here and destroy it i mean there's a way to copy these things right
3: uh
1: yes
2: okay so we it find take, a laptop. it take a whole
3: bunch of five and a quarter inch floppies, but yes.
1: <laughs> okay. Now what year is it again?
0: <laughs> I think I got the, the, what is it, three and a half? I think they got the three uh, and a half. Yeah, we, we got the three but, and a yeah, half. Yeah, is it is it oh, the 90s? The, wait. Yeah, 95. Ha,
3: have we reached zip 95? drives yet? Because if we've got zip drives, then... Yeah, yeah no, you can't, can't trust are in zip drives. 95.
2: I wouldn't trust a zip drive. (laughs) Not if you want to keep the information.
3: (laughs) Or we could use a Bernoulli drive. Do you guys remember the Bernoulli drives?
2: No, I don't remember those. So
3: for for the kiddies out there, Bernoulli drives (laughs) are five and a quarter inch by five and a quarter inch. But they were about a quarter inch to maybe five sixteenths thick. And you took a Mm. special drive that you popped in. It was the precursor to the zip drive.
0: Right. right Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember those. Yeah.
3: Anyway, so yeah, I mean, we could we could back it up and then bring it here.
2: Yeah. Let's agree provided, to this. Provided he puts all of his men on high alert. They look for Charlotte. They find her. They let us know immediately. And they let we, us recover her and bring her to Bo before we destroy the laptop.
3: Right. But we cannot let them do anything to her.
5: Yeah.
2: Right. Okay.
5: That's good.
3: I do have a feeling that Boss took an opportunity here.
2: Well, boss is a kind of a dick move on his part to put his kid in danger like that.
3: Or he, she asked for it.
2: She's a she's a dumb teenager. He shouldn't have let her. And I say that with all the love in the world for that girl.
4: Yeah, no, we don't know that he sent her there. I'm not. I'm not ready to assume that he'd take her safety so lightly. But I do think his family was the only one that I know of not represented at that warehouse that exploded.
5: Well, yeah. yeah.
2: Sounds to me like they were represented, they just weren't welcomed. Because Charlotte was there. But she probably wasn't invited.
3: Again, we're assuming she was in the warehouse. Everybody has only seen her outside the warehouse.
2: Well, if she had a package, she had to get to it somehow. Okay, let's go talk to this guy.
5: Okay.
3: I'm still on the couch, resting.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. We find the laptop, we bring it here and destroy it in front of you. We agree to that on one condition. You put your entire organization on high alert to find charlotte you see her you find her you contact us you make sure she's safe you make sure nothing happens to her you let us get her back to bow before we bring you the laptop and do anything with it that's the deal that's the trade
0: he leans back in his chair a little bit kind of rocks kind of taking it in I believe this is a fair arrangement I will let my men know to be on the lookout for the girl in the red coat
3: just just remember that this is sensitive and we are all
0: walking on eggshells oh (laughs) you have no idea how sensitive it is but you will Give me your cell phone numbers.
2: I like to think that babysitter yelled that from the couch in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming through the paper walls. <laughs> and we look at each other like, you can really hear through these walls. Did he hear everything we talked about? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, I give but him my did... cell phone number. But you <laughs> right. didn't pick
3: up on the egg.
2: <laughs> no, I did. I just uh, once it, once once a word has been used, it's it's no longer active.
3: Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, we we needed to have
2: okay. come up with a new one. We should have had lobster as our secondary.
3: <laughs> I find one in the koi pond and I bring it in, throw it in the <laughs>
2: room. Like what do you want us to kill, Dr. boss Ca- Cashew? Or <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Alrighty. So yeah
0: alright I give him my cell phone number and All right, and he exchanges uh, information with you where you can contact his organization You probably won't be able to contact him directly but you'll you'll get in touch with somebody here within the Dragon's Fang uh, if okay. you have information to give as well so where do we go now what other information do you have what's the next step so you have already spoken with my Emissary the White Tiger Yes Yep He was not the only One who made it out of there You know that he had two of my men With him and three Of my men from my organization Made it out alive Not necessarily unscathed Mind you but The White Tiger came out of it In in one piece There was another who made it out alive. Seek out the Balachko gangster, known as the Black Russian. He was last seen in pursuit of the girl in the red coat. All right.
2: Thank you. And uh, we sincerely apologize about the mess and the misunderstanding with all of your men could i just make one recommendation those two guys we had to get through to talk to you i feel like that was a really big waste of resources like they're dead and we didn't want to do that and i'm sure it took a while to train them and they knew your organization and you have to replace them and i don't know i'm just saying maybe go a little more glass half full and hear people out before a, a duel to the death
0: well i forget what the saying is but it's an american saying something to the effect of if you want to make an omelet you have to break a few eggs
3: and 50 guys rush in the room
0: to
2: think
5: <laughs>
2: wise words, wise words indeed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I thought you were going to say, "Wait, you've made omelets."
0: Uh... <laughs> right. um, Hammer with that with that last bit of information. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to have you maybe roll a street street wise roll, uh, and you can roll that at advantage.
3: Ready. I do
0: think we need
5: to uh oh. Yeah he that was a terrible row. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you rolled that at Advantage.
5: <laughs> I think so, didn't I? Yeah. It's...
0: Okay. So uh um, hit the wrong
5: button. I think it's I think that's what advantage looks like, yeah.
0: Well that, that name, mm-hmm. I mean you've heard of a black Russian before, uh, but uh as far as being able to recognize that as somebody that you know you know any reputation of doesn't ring a bell to you, but you do at least know maybe somewhere where you might be able to get some information on the Russian mafia here in town. Uh, and that's back at the gym uh, that you used to frequent up until fairly recently. Um, Cause there was a guy there that worked out quite a bit uh, by the name of Boris that was tatted up uh pretty good and usually among your circles uh anybody that's got as many tattoos that look like prison tattoos as that guy did probably at some point if not currently uh runs with the uh russian mafia now this guy boris left a really bad taste in your mouth the last time that uh, that you saw him cuz he challenged you to a fight uh in the ring there at the gym and uh he is a bit of a dirty fighter uh, and pulled some tricks on you in order to make himself look good in front of the others Uh, so he he kind of made you look bad uh, in in front of the other members of the gym there so there's a little bit of an antagonistic Uh, air probably between the two of you but out of anybody that you can think of you certainly didn't run with anybody in the Russian mafia since you've been here in LA but uh, if anybody would know it would be either him or maybe somebody else at the gym would be your best bet
5: yeah that guy's always uh, abusing squirrels and and mooses and stuff too (laughs) You know? <laughs> <laughs> he's got, a, uh, got a
3: girlfriend named Natasha. She's just a real bitch. <laughs> um,
5: All right, guys. I think I, I got a I got a guy that I would love to beat information out of over <laughs> <laughs> at the gym. I think maybe we should, after we uh, kind of recover, we should go check that out. See if I can find out when he's going to be at the gym. See if we can, you know, kind of meet happen to run into. Sounds good. Sound good. But I don't know about you, but I'm so exhausted. We probably should rest before we go. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) This has been
2: an an excellent day though. We made some real progress. So I do
3: think we need to maybe go poke around um Charlotte's room at the house. Okay. See if we can see if we can find anything.
0: Okay,
3: so that could be that could be coming up, and I don't think a whole entourage needs to go. I think it's a. I
1: don't unpert- think you should go.
3: Well, I mean, I doesn't <laughs> have to. It doesn't have to be. I think
1: game. Charlotte wants some rando, gross old man <laughs> <in the laughs> underwear drawer. <laughs>
3: I, I, I think I'm pretty suave and good looking. I mean no.
1: Uh I love you, Andy. I'm just kidding. Yeah, well you
3: know. Yeah.
1: My character is suave and good looking. How's
3: that? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, that would be fine if 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 the boss is used to seeing you in the house.
0: He's definitely not used to seeing you, you at the house going. though. Yeah.
3: yeah. So I mean I think it, mm-hmm. I think it needs to be either Marshall and I that goes just simply because we would have a reason to be there.
1: I think that's a terrible idea, but whatever.
4: You're going. I'm going.
3: I will you, you, And yeah, I mean, you could you could definitely distract distract the boss if he's there.
2: I'll tell you what. Why, why don't babysitter and I get the boss alone to give him an update on the information that we have and you guys use that information to find what we need in Charlotte's room. Would that make everybody feel comfortable? (laughs) And that way we can keep his greasy paws off of her items.
1: Unmentionable.
3: (laughs) I don't like how this is going, but all right.
2: (laughs) I mean, you're pretty eager there, babysitter. It's kind (laughs) of (laughs) creepy. I mean... (laughs) They call you babysitter.
3: And you are a a fine one to talk there.
2: I'm just saying. I'm not the one that came up with the idea.
3: No, I I understand that. But you've had your paws up places you shouldn't have.
2: Oh. (laughs) So on that, I say that we retire. (laughs) Get some sleep. And we can all head over to the boss's house. And then we can... uh, Hammer, how about then we hit up that gym and uh, this time you come up with the password with the, the code word.
5: Oh, okay. I have thought it worked pretty
2: it. well.
3: Uh, don't let me smash. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, I'll have to think about that. Mm.
0: All right. All right, so we can call the story for tonight. Now, the good news is after tonight, you guys get to go up a level oh oh, oh okay oh oh <laughs> <Alright, laughs> if i do so <laughs> we can go through that process if you guys want all right
3: well you guys all be safe this week
0: okay, right okay. Yeah. all right back at you all right it's good playing see with y'all see you in two all right bye, all right. bye. bye.
5: bye.